Today we remember St. Josephine Bakita. She was born in near Darfur, Sudan, around 1869, and was kidnapped and held in slavery and brought into the east of that country, where she eventually became the enslaved servant of an Italian family who had her as a domestic servant to raise their daughters. Eventually, this family returned to Italy near Venice and she stayed there. She did not become Christian at that point, even though the family would have certainly been aware of Christianity, whether they were practicing or not. And since Josephine had not had a Christian or monotheistic religion before being captured and enslaved, she had been forcibly converted to Islam as a child around the age of eight or nine. And later, while in Italy, when the family was going to return to the Sudan, they left their daughters and Josephine in the care of a religious order, the Kenosian sisters, who had a house in Venice. And while she was there, she became enamored with the Catholic Church and asked to stay. So there actually was a court case where the Italian court examined Josephine's plea to stay and not be brought back to Sudan and said that since Sudan was under British control when she was enslaved and the British had outlawed slavery years before, that her slavery was illegal. And that since Italy did not recognize um, slavery properly, they did not consider it a legitimate way of keeping people under control, that she was also free under that aspect of being on Italian soil. And so by both of those results, as it were, of it not being a legitimate way to keep her under control, they told the family that they could not prevent Josephine from staying with the Kenosian sisters or doing whatever she wanted to do in Venice. Josephine asked to become Catholic. She was actually baptized by the person who later became Pope Pius X, Saint Pope Pius X. And she was so enamored with her baptism and the later sacraments that when she came into the church and saw the font where she was baptized, she kissed it. She venerated it as we do when we venerate the altar when we as clergy are coming up to the, for mass. An amazing thing. That's how much she loved her baptism. She was made a saint in 2000 by Pope John Paul II. She was considered one of someone who had shown her saintliness in her great love of the sacraments and her forgiveness of those who had enslaved her, those who had maltreated her, and those who had, while they treated her well, had still never introduced her to Christianity and still wanted to keep her as a domestic servant under their control. This sense of freedom and forgiveness that she had given as a gift to her and hers to freely use, not for others to demand it of them. And her joy in her life is what led her to be considered a saint. 
also her intercessions for others. If we look at the dates of her life from 1869 to after World War II, she lived through an extraordinary period of our world history, and especially the horrors of war. In World War II, the area where she lived was outside the Venice, in the Veneto, was an area that was under bombardment. And yet, the town she lived in was never bombed and no one ever died from artillery or aircraft ordnance in that town. And so, people considered her, her prayers, to have helped save them. And that might have led to her beatification by John the 23rd. Later, when she was made a saint, was a time when John Paul II would have been realizing that we need examples of those who cared about human dignity. And so I think of St. Josephine Bikita as someone who embodies the human dignity that every human has. She is someone who suffered as a child being torn away from her family, kept in horrible conditions at first, and being traded to several masters over time, those who wanted to control her, and then sold as a piece of property. Even though as a human, you cannot be. And then transported from her home continent to a place that was foreign to her, even though she was treated well. For us, if we consider St. Josephine Bikita as someone whom we can turn to when we are worried about those who are as children as she was, whose lives are in danger or who live in horrible conditions, or as women who have no control over their lives or who have threats of, you know, control of uh, danger of domestic violence or other violence against them. She is someone whom we can turn to as an advocate to pray for, for these situations to end, and as an example to all of us of one who approaches the sacraments with joy and who knows that she is a beloved child of God, as we are through our baptism. May we live out our baptismal promises with the same joy that St. Josephine Bikita did.